WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Tom. I'm Anja. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we chat about one book everyone should read. We swap Tell Me Something Good stories. We celebrate those first signs of spring. And Tom shares a deep cut with us. Take a look. It's in a book. Welcome to March because of Dr. Seuss's birthday. We get to celebrate March as reading month. Uh, So besides the Bible, what book do you think everyone should read? Kathy, what book would you say besides the Bible everybody should read? Okay, and I brought a visual with me. I know our listeners can't see, but... It's the monster at the end of the book. It's a little golden book. Oh, you brought it. And, you know, Grover, furry, lovable Grover. From Sesame Street. From Sesame Street is is the narrator. It's my favorite book. You guys, I have read this to classes that are high school. I've Mm -hmm. read it to classes that are in kindergarten. I've read it to myself so many times. (laughs) It's about, you know, like he's afraid of the monster at the end of the book. The Mm -hmm. monster ends up being, spoiler alert, himself. And it just goes to show that we don't have to fear the things that are in our mind that we so often Mm. uh, just get so distracted by. And that's kind of my issue in my life is I fear a lot of things uh, the the unknown and the anticipation of it. So that I believe is just a great book. A five year old could read it. A fifty year old could read it. And you know, and now none honest. of us has to read it because you gave away the Spoiler. end. Spoiler, <laughs> but yeah. you still should. It sits. It literally sits on my dresser, and I look at it every day. I, I love those books that that span generations. Yes. That, that that children can enjoy, mm-hmm. and then there's a deeper meaning as you get older and realize. Oh, wait a minute! I know what that means now. Absolutely, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, good call. You should just leave it here. Put it right here. <laughs> Your desk, yeah, or sure, and then anybody. Uh, there you go. We'll do a little book lending library here. I like that. <laughs> well, I am now a college student, so I read books all the time. So yeah. this was really hard for me to narrow this down because um, being a college student as a grown woman is different than when you're young. The reading uh-huh. takes on a whole nother meaning because mm. you enjoy it you so like much. It. Yeah. Yes, and so this was really difficult for me to narrow this down yeah. to some books. So mm-hmm. I have to say there was a few that are really good. Love Does by Bob Love Goff. that one. Oh, yes. that is such a good is book. Good. And it is a quick read. Mm-hmm. I love that book. Also, there's another one that changed the way I look at finances. It's called The Mystery of Capital, and it was mm. written by an economist, a Peruvian economist named Hernando de Soto, and it changed my whole perspective on economics. It was incredible. But okay. there's another one that is mostly true and dear to my heart. And this is the one. This is the okay. one, everyone. This okay. is the one. Like Drum all roll, of the please. ones, oh, this is the one. I thought it was going to be, what, three books I know, I know. Read? It should be one, okay. but I've all got right. many, and this okay. is the one. Love You Forever by Robert Munch. Aww. I love you forever, and I like you for yeah. always. Yeah. Is that the one oh, where the mom, where holds, the mom the holds the baby? Okay. Angela has a fantasy oh. that her son one day will crawl in the window. <laughs> or no, she can crawl in his window. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, that just got creepy, you know that Steve. One. We know yeah. that one. It really went right over the edge. I mean, the end of that book. <laughs> not on the second story, is he? Because that would be more he, he is. She has okay. to go up a ladder. Oh, really? Uh, she does. Yeah. She no goes kidding. up in a ladder well, and go. has it to hold her baby. That That's, is a sweet one. That is. It is yes. a sweet Definitely. <laughs> well, I kind of went the path of Kathy. I chose a children's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was hard to narrow it down. There's two books that I really like, but I chose The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Oh, yeah. It just is just such a sweet book. And uh, so meaningful. But I almost chose Where the Sidewalk Ends, which is just oh, a book of Shel Silverstein's God. poetry. There was a lot of controversy about that one, though, because there were some uh, more adults, uh, I think, uh, people thought uh, context in there yeah. that that, uh, that actually got banned uh, oh, wow. in a number of places oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, in Florida because, because of that. But uh, yeah, so I chose The Giving Tree, um, but a close second was Where the Sidewalk Ends, because that's just such a fun Fun book of poetry right. to read. Yeah. There's so many goofy poems in mm-hmm. there and, and uh, some really meaningful poems as well. So Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, for all of our adult listeners, come on back. Yeah. <laughs> come on back to the speakers. I'm kidding. Stop I it. almost went with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe oh, myself. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, Nothing wrong I, with that. I struggled with fiction, nonfiction, mm-hmm. um, so I just picked one of each. Yeah. So I'm also breaking the rules. Okay. Uh, for me, Mere Christianity, again, by Lewis, C.S. Lewis. Um, it just kind of helps us understand the basis of our faith, mm-hmm. whether you're a, a believer or an unbeliever, you know, just kind of like, what is this Christianity thing all about? He really kind of takes it back to basics, I would say. And then for fiction, I'd have to go with Lord of the Rings. Just yes. read it as one volume. Mm. Um, wow. So I'm calling it one book. It teaches the value of friendship, teaches us not to judge anybody based on externals, uh, shows us there's good and evil that we're all capable of. And reading it will stretch your imagination and your patience, yeah. which is always good. Because <laughs> it's kind of a long read and yeah. I'm kind of a slow reader. But uh, yeah, that's the one I went with. Those are both really, really good, yeah. good yeah. ones. Good I think the too. moral of the story here today is there's really not just one. There's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Tell me something good. Good news is happening all around us all the time. It's just that sometimes we have to dig a little to find it. That's what Tell Me Something Good is all about, sharing those good news stories. Tom, why don't you tell us first? Yeah, uh, well, March 21st is World Down Syndrome Day, um, a day that that holds special meaning uh, for the Klein family, uh, whose son Brody was born in July uh, 2011, diagnosed with Down Syndrome. Um, Just some backstory. When Brody was born, uh, the mother for living in Mandan, North North Dakota, admitted she didn't know anyone with Down syndrome. She didn't even really realize there was a day uh, dedicated to bringing awareness to the disorders. Mm. But uh, shortly after Brody was born, the family connected with uh, Designer Genes. It's a local group that supports families uh, with, with children who have Down syndrome. She said, it's just nice to know other families in your community know what you're going through. There's always someone you can call and ask for advice and quite honestly vent about the challenges and struggles that go along with our journey, but most of all share stories of milestones and achievements. Um, But for the last several years, they've been really trying to uh, support uh, that that organization um, and bring awareness to Down syndrome. This year, they took it a step further and uh, they uh, decided to make homemade bath bombs, um, proceeds going to designer jeans on the 21st of March. So for every night for the past month, Jen has sat at her kitchen table for about an hour molding Brody's buddies bath bombs uh, to try and fulfill the the request coming into their Facebook page. Um, She says she's been getting dozens of orders from around the country, didn't expect it to go 
uh, this far and this big. Uh, so far, she's raised $500 and hopes to raise uh, more uh, in the next coming days wow. uh, for wow. for designer jeans. So Very kind of a cool. neat story. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bath bombs look amazing. So I would like to know how I could get my hands on one of these bath bombs. They've Love got it. a Facebook page called Brody's Buddies Bath Bombs. And uh, you can look for that on Facebook and connect with her and get some of those. That's pretty bath cool. Bombs. But yeah. handle with care, as they are bombs. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and they are the bombs. Careful too. There's so, the that. so many levels. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So my telling me something good is personal. Uh, it's a relative of ours, uh, Kathy's, and my cousin. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little bit older than us, Sally. Uh, just up until a couple weeks ago, was in the hospital. Uh, she spent 45 days in the hospital with COVID mm-hmm. pneumonia. Wow. Uh, during that time, she was on a ventilator she was in icu for a week while on the ventilator her kidneys failed uh yeah and she started on dialysis um but then while on dialysis her heart stopped for six minutes wow um they were able to get her defibrillated and kind of like brought back Mm -hmm. but you know obviously she was very weak and had a lot of recovery to do my parents our parents talked to her uh just last week and my dad our dad being who he is sure said so sally what was it like to be dead oh (laughs) yeah very blunt yeah 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 Yeah. uh and here's what she said she said it was the most wonderful experience of her life Uh, she said she didn't see God, but she heard him. He spoke to her clearly. Mm. She had a sense of perfect peace and a love that was undescribable. She said it was nothing like any kind mm-hmm. of love that we've ever experienced oh. here. And here's what God told her. The things that she'd been so concerned about all her life were unimportant. The only thing that mattered was her relationship with him mm. and with the people in her life. And wow. the Lord told her she needed to go back and work on some of those relationships. Huh. Nice, God. There was work yeah. to do. Yep. And wow. uh, so she just came away with this absolute assurance of God, his love, his reality, the certainty of life beyond death. Uh, and she's been sharing those truths with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like while she was in the hospital, every nurse was told the gospel and you know like she was sharing this with everybody she came in contact with now listen to this um to the doctor's surprise her kidneys began to function she's told she was probably going to have to be on dialysis for the rest of her life and she said well i had a talk with the creator of my kidneys and he says otherwise um she did physical therapy and occupational therapy for a little over a week and then was released from the hospital. Kidneys functioning normally, liver nice regenerating, wow. and yes. she went into the hospital before COVID and all this with type 2 diabetes, no diabetes. Are you kidding me? What? Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That's great. It's insane. So, so uh, just a couple more things. She says that God healed her with the assistance of some excellent doctors. The doctor says she's a walking miracle. The kidney doctor uh, had, had told her that she was afraid that they were going to lose her and that Sally she goes you must have some connections and Sally's like yes I do <laughs> um, so she's been mending broken relationships since she's gotten out of the hospital telling her neighbors about her experience and she says the whole thing was very hard but totally worth it mm. oh, so anyway that's our story of yeah. I feel like Sally that's good advice story. for everyone yes too. it is yes, you right. know we all have relationships that need mending yes. need working absolutely on. there's a reason we're still here yes. you yeah. know mm-hmm. you bet so anyway that's what I took away from it when mom told me that story was just that I focus on so many things that are trivial, things that don't matter, and that mm-hmm. the things that do matter are the people that I'm around, the relationships that I'm here to build because people need to know about Jesus, you know, and people need to know him. And so that's what's most important. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that I didn't have to learn the same way that Sally had 
you know, had to learn that I got to learn through her experience. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. What my um, tell me something good story is a fun story. And I I thought it was really kind of neat because um, this guy got was determined. So the gentleman from Idaho spent every week last year breaking a Guinness book of world record yeah. Yeah. every week one a week it's amazing wow. so one a week one a week on. not just one one but one a week so wow. 52 okay. correct what? he said it was the best way to show kids that anything is possible so he set a world record for the most kiwi sliced over the duration of one minute with a samurai sword while standing <laughs> on an exercise ball it's insane also it's David Rush dangerous by the way <laughs> oh yeah. kids don't try that don't at try home, that at home. Yeah. Yeah. he said he's now the owner of what is probably Probably a world record in its own right. He said that Guinness has so far approved 43 of his 52 submitted records because it takes some time. Yeah. yeah. They, have yeah. To, they have to, right? Um, throughout 2021, Rush, a STEM advocate from MIT, wanted to help inspire kids to pursue STEM education, STEM, science, tech, engineering, math, right? Yeah. Yep. To discourage and not give up because it's easy to give up when you're yeah. in college. He said his method of communication was to break a variety of of world records like juggling the fastest 100 meter dash while juggling blindfolded the longest juggling three objects while standing on an exercise Just coming ball. up with these you the should the most get consecutive razor sharp axes <gasps> juggled and caught aye, aye, aye. oh my goodness he says a variety of beat the clock records too isn't this something uh-huh. uh the fastest time to set up a chessboard. well see he had to do these beat the clock because he's got to get 52 of them done <laughs> yeah that's right so they all have that's to be true. pretty you know yes. oh my word there's the, one <laughs> of them i feel like i yeah. think is a lot of fun he uh the most bars of wet soap stacked in one minute <laughs> you can see I'll gotta try it now. <laughs> you can see all of his uh on his youtube channel and um he've d- he's done 52 of them he said stem is hard and when a student struggles with science or fails at math they may say they can never be an engineer but he said that you can hmm. just continue to keep going. Isn't that That's awesome? Really inspirational. That's cool. yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Overachievers. Oh, man. Seriously. <laughs> My resolution for 2021, beat everyone else. Right. <laughs> Speaking of overachievers, my story is, is kind of, this is kind of an overachiever kind of thing. I definitely felt like an underachiever reading it, but it's about an 11-year-old boy from um, Oklahoma. He was in sixth grade, and he was quite the hero in his town. So what he did is he went to school one day. Not That's not the heroic part, but he went to school one day and saw his <laughs> classmate... Um, trying to open a bottle of water with his teeth and he got the you know the cap off but he just he started choking on the cap oh no and so oh no you know soon a circle formed around this classmate his name's davon johnson he busts through you can just picture it he busts through the circle and he proceeds to um perform the the heimlich maneuver on the classmate and of course he saves his life and everybody claps and the principal gives him him an award and it's a great day for davon and he's like you know somebody asked him well how did you how did you know the heimlich maneuver and he said well i learned it on YouTube because I figured it might come in handy one day. Because <laughs> isn't that what all sixth graders are doing is learning the Heimlich maneuver on YouTube. So sure enough, he had like a really great day at school. But wait, there's more. So he's on his way home from wrestling practice that same day and he and his mom smell smoke. Uh-huh. And they're close to their house and they, they notice a nearby home that's on fire. Oh, and um 
they see smoke coming from the back of the home and they honk their horn, you know, see if there's anybody inside. And he, Devon, he's just, he's just fearless. He jumps out of the car. His mom's like, wait, wait, okay, he's going to do it anyway. And he goes up to the door and he starts knocking on the door and a few people come out and um, they think it's done. And then he spots this elderly woman inside with a walker and he goes in and he saves her, brings her out. And basically in one day, he saves the life of two, two people. people. Most of us don't do that in a lifetime. Devon did it in one day. And his mother just says, that's just kind of who he is. And it wasn't a surprise to her. And when he went into this home, she's like, I knew God would protect him. And so he got the keys to the city. And there was what? a day, <laughs> there was a day named after him, um, you know, Davon Johnson Day in their city. Wow. And so, yeah, he got all these accolades and he just modestly took it in. And his mom just said, that's just kind of the kid that he is. That's awesome. That's what he would do every day. I mm. think we need to see who he is in I 10 know. years. Like yeah. follow up. Yes. Yes. What, he's going to yeah. be a firefighter. He's going to be right. a police yep. officer. He's going to be somebody who is serving community yeah, people. Yeah, he did, he did say he wanted to be a, a doctor or uh, something in the medical profession. Oh, so. that makes sense. At the very least, he'll have a YouTube channel, I would think. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Right. How to exactly. learn, fill in the blank. Right. With exactly. <laughs> Coming back to life, reaching towards the light, your love is like springtime. Well, March isn't just reading month. It's also, hopefully, uh, our transition from winter to spring. Yes. Uh, as we do that, it's it's kind of tough to do in, in Michigan because you never know when spring's <laughs> going to hit. Uh, finish this sentence. I know it's spring when. Anjo, uh, what do you say? I know it's spring when the ice block at the end of my driveway <laughs> has melted. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. was this morning. Was oh. awesome. So it's spring, it's spring at your house. It's spring at my house. <laughs> Good to know. House. For, Good now. To know. Yeah. Yeah. For now. For now. I'm so pessimistic. It is spring. Sorry. If you want a little I'm, portal into spring. Yes. <laughs> I'm just jealous because I've still got an ice block at the end of <laughs> my driveway. I yeah. saw it. Well, at least as of last night, it was there still. Mm-hmm. So That ice block gets uglier and uglier oh, yes. too before it melts. My I, goodness. I have a hard time telling the difference between ice and driveway at this point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, for me, I would say I know it's spring when I have to make sure I listen to the What to Wear Weather Channel forecast before I leave the house. Okay. That's a good point. Uh, because, you know, it could be 20 degrees and snowing or 50 degrees and sunny. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like today, I didn't do it. I put on the parka, went outside, and I was like, oh, it's warmer. And I just went ahead and, and I was like turning, almost turning the AC on in my in my vehicle on the you way You committed here, to the I was parka like anyways. Sweating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not that far from work. I can endure. But but yes, I was I was very warm by the time I got here. Well, you yeah. never know how it's going to be on the way home. So you might be happy that, that is true. you brought the parka. Yeah, so. not wrong. Yeah. Well, my daughter said last night, I was talking about this question. I asked her, how do you know it's spring, Cassidy? And she said, you know it's spring when it's March 21st. I'm like, oh, you smart Alec. Anyway, <laughs> but that was not my answer. But I had to share that because I was like, you're not wrong, actually. Yeah, it's technically right, right. spring yeah. on March When I look at 21st. the calendar, yes. yes. But I said, when I can go, this is similar to yours, Angela. When I can go out on my walk, I go out on this trail and not fear death of falling on, you know, <laughs> slipping on ice. And also um, when the little buds are coming on, on the trees. Oh, so yeah, when I'm seeing yeah. little, little trickles of green throughout yes. the trail, that's when I know it's spring. Mm-hmm. Mine uh, was, uh, you know it's spring when you smell that first smell of grass. Mm. Uh, winter smell can be kind of empty and void. You go outside and it just, yeah. there's no cold smell. Yeah, right. it's just cold. But uh, <laughs> when you start to smell the grass and the, the, the buds, 
uh, beginning to, to come out of the, the soil, um, that's, that's when you know it's spring. Even more so, I think, in summer when you smell that fresh-cut grass. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a far way off right now. Yes. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at wcsg.org and search the keyword backstage. Time to close things out with a deep cut. Tom, we're back to you. What did you bring? Well, you know, the Elevation Worship Show is coming to the Van Andel uh, this April, so we're looking forward to that. And actually, they've got a new album, Lion, uh, out on the 4th of March. Uh, so I figured I'd pull something from that album. It's nice. the uh, the third single from their new album, Lion. Now this is a long song. It's like fourteen minutes long. What? Uh, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's 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 really good. It's it's a great worship song. It's called "This Is the Kingdom," and it, it really focuses on the Beatitudes. Mm. Um, but it's just it's a beautiful song, a beautiful worship song, and uh, a really lovely song. I don't know if uh, we're able to play the whole thing here. Well, um, but you if can we hear do, we double the length of this a bit of it. Yes, there we do. Go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. This is the Kingdom from their new album, Lion. All right, it's Elevation Worship. I'm Tom. I'm Anja. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. This is the king.